Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, if you were curious. We just finished the first ever Your Chakra Coach public Zoom call, and I I am just so, so grateful to everyone who was able to join and who shared, and for everyone who simply listened. When we bring our energy together like that, real healing takes place, real connection. Uh, it's it's like when I say that just noticing and thinking about your energy centers begins to shift them and bring you back into balance. This It was just like that, but magnified because we were bringing our root chakra energy together. Now, remember that even though the spiritual journey is one that you take alone, you don't have to be alone. For all of time, people have gathered together to explore the energetic path, so we can too. Community is really important. That's part of why we have this podcast and the connections that you and I have, as well as the connections between each of you. Now, there was a question about whether we'd do it again, and I think, yes, we will. Yes, we will. So I'll talk more about that later, but you can also just be on the lookout for notice on Facebook and Instagram. This week, I want to talk about the sacral chakra. We're getting back to the foundations of the chakra system, really exploring the fundamental principles that each chakra holds. In the sacral chakra, your second energy center, located just below where your navel is, very close to your reproductive organs, it's there that we find the seat of our emotional lives. And I've done a lot of episodes about emotional health and feeling your feelings. And I mean, we'll probably touch on that again today, but mostly I want to talk about relationships. And I know, I know that I'm always saying we need to do the internal work before we focus externally. And that's true, but it would be ridiculous to say that we're not all impacted by our interactions, our relationships with other people. And I think that a really good understanding of our sacral chakras can help us improve our relationships and calm an overactive energy. I mean, it's still not going to be an episode about how to change other people. Listen to any of my stuff about relationships and you'll know I never suggest trying to do that. I mean, at least not if you don't want to be disappointed all the time. We're going to see what truly understanding what's happening in our own emotional lives can do for our perception of a relationship and ultimately the manifestation of the relationship itself. Now, before we get too deep into it, I want to get some a definition on the table. What is an emotion? It's kind of a weird question because I mean, don't we all don't we all know what that is? It's like sadness or happiness, but those are the emotions. They don't tell us what an emotion 
itself is. And there are lots of definitions, but most of them boil down to this. An emotion is a state of reaction. It's how our body reacts to our thoughts about our circumstances and what's happening around us. An emotion is like a collection of physical symptoms that we take together and classify as a specific feeling. A racing heart and a warm sensation spreading throughout our whole body that feels like floating and melting. That's joy or maybe love. Everyone has their own experience of of an emotion. And research tells us that these emotions don't last but about 30 seconds, unless we feed them with more thoughts to react to. And we all do that, don't we? Especially about our relationships. We feed our emotions with more and more thoughts, Some of which, most of which maybe might not even be true. But it's easy to get caught in a cycle of blaming thoughts, uh, whether we're blaming ourselves or another person, but that cycle just keeps feeding our emotional state, making us feel worse and worse. Interesting that we don't really do that with positive emotions much. Some people do, I'm sure. They feel good and think thoughts about how good they feel and they can keep that going, which is wonderful. I mean, a skill that we can work on improving in ourselves. But how can we grow the beauty in our sacral chakras? How can we care for this emotional energy in a way that has us experiencing genuine, positive feeling sensations in our bodies more. That's what I want to talk about today. Have you ever, have you ever felt a positive emotion and then immediately had a thought about how it was too good to be true or waiting for disappointment or the other shoe to drop? I think that's really common and it's because our sacral chakras haven't gotten the nourishment and care they need to be able to hold more positivity. We tend to dwell on the past, or like we talked about last week, we have this deep-seated idea that we're not good enough or deserving enough for the love and happiness that has come in our way. And when we feel like we don't deserve it, it leaves. You've probably heard of the law of attraction, and that's kind of what this is. If you have the false story in your head and heart that Happiness and contentment aren't for you for some reason. Happiness and contentment will have a hard time staying with you. If that resonates and you haven't had a chance to listen to episode 106, go back and listen because we go in-depth on self-worth and the root chakra. It's, It's so interesting to me that what we all crave as humans is love and acceptance in our relationships, but we also subconsciously push it away. Somewhere deep inside, we think that the love we want will be given and then taken away. And that feels scary and risky and like a threat to our very survival. So any expanding energy that might've been present in our sacral chakra is contracted back down into the root chakra, and we use it to focus on protection and survival. And our survival wasn't truly at risk to begin with. It's it's that cycle. It's totally understandable, but it is a cycle. That 
some of us are interested in breaking. Now, one thing that happens to us in the sacral chakra is that we create the relationship we think we deserve rather than the one we want or the one that we actually deserve as fully worthy, valuable humans. The psychological term for this is projection, the assigning of intent or behavior that may or may not actually be present because it's what we expect to see. And of course, I don't think we do this on purpose, but we all do it. We seek out relationships that create emotions we're familiar with. And a lot of people have no reference point for healthy relationships. It's no wonder we're looking for and eventually end up with a relationship that creates uncomfortable feelings. There can be extreme examples of this. Children who grow up watching abusive parents might inadvertently attract an abusive relationship. That's common, and, and that's something that most people have at least heard of. But it can also be much more subtle than that. If we haven't learned how to fully express ourselves and live authentically in the world, we'll find ourselves in relationships where we feel dominated and limited. On the other side of that coin, if we're, if we're insecure and being challenged and need to feel in control all the time, we'll seek out partners who are passive. And then we feel bored or understimulated. And then we struggle because our partner also has a version of reality that they are trying to make come true. And our emotional energy, our sacral chakra energy is drained in both people. And listen, this isn't a blame game. We can all take 100% responsibility for our emotions and experiences in a relationship. That's truly when a partnership between equal beings can happen. The exception, an abusive relationship. I've said it a thousand times and I'll say it a million more. If you are in any kind of danger in your relationship, you are not responsible for that. There are people in your life who want to help you, strangers even. And these are not the types of relationships that can be solved or fixed with energy work. It's a very, very important distinction. Okay? I know I say that all the time, and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop saying it. But let's get back to the more average relationship. If we can realize that part of our problem is that we're not allowing ourselves to fully expand into the love and other positive feelings that our sacral chakra has within it, that's a huge first step. Just knowing that sometimes we self-sabotage by pulling that energy in and making ourselves small can open us up to greater possibilities for happiness. And it's a big ask. For most of human history, relationships were entirely transactional. The idea that that we would be equals in a relationship was absolutely absurd, or that there would be emotional fulfillment. No one even thought about that, certainly not to the level of expectations that we hold now, and it can be confusing for our old energy. But that doesn't mean that we give up or don't move toward the next level of human possibility. It 
just might help us to realize that we're exploring relatively uncharted territory if feeling love and connection triggers a survival response in you maybe that's to be expected when things are going well do you unconsciously feel the need to pull back and so you start a petty argument or maybe your partner does this frustrating sure but knowing what's happening might make it easier not to engage or to find that place in you that you can respond with love and care rather than immediately joining them with a lower vibration. But this has to be genuine, though, or it's just condescending. Like a, oh, I'm so loving and you're so low vibe. I mean, I promise that is never going to help anything. I think we also sometimes refuse to communicate our needs to our partners, right? Partly out of fear that our needs won't be met, and partly out of a belief that we don't deserve to have them met. And a quick caution, no other person is responsible for fulfilling your needs. You are. But a healthy relationship can create a space where it's easier for that to happen, where it's safe and easier to be vulnerable and easier to feel loving feelings. And that's what we really want, to have the space to feel those feelings. What we want to do is allow our sacral chakra energy to help in the creation of that space, to provide the place where we can be both fully ourselves and fully connected. It's a huge ask, and it requires communication and sharing. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, how can we heal this energy and allow it to grow in our sacral chakras so that we can feel more love, more joy and happiness? I mean, not just in our relationships, but in general. Well, first, consider doing a little root chakra work. I won't get into that here. You can go back and listen to last week's episode or any of the other episodes that speak to you to understand a little bit more about root chakra work. But let's talk about the sacral chakra work specifically. The thing I suggest first is being sure that you get enough time for yourself, which might sound counterintuitive since we're talking about relationships, but if you want to feel more joy and love, 
You need to do things that bring you joy and love without worrying whether others are also feeling good about things. You need time to understand who you are, what you feel. And it's impossible to do that if you're thinking about someone else and worrying about someone else. Take time to understand your feelings, to see how they feel in your body, to see if there's an underlying emotion being covered by an easier emotion. If you're angry, is it because you're scared underneath that? If you're fearful, what is it that brings you that fear? We can't expect to have emotional intimacy with a person, expect them to understand us when we're struggling to understand ourselves. And this is a big process. It's it's not going for a walk one time to feel your feelings and then you're done. It's ongoing because your energy will change every day because new things will happen. What we want to do is develop the skills to allow these feelings. And that includes feeling the feelings you want to feel. If you're feeling loving, can you spend some time thinking those thoughts that make you feel loving? Really choosing loving thoughts, really noticing your excited, joyful thoughts and letting yourself get carried away in them. Because when we talk about feeling your feelings, it seems like we're always talking about negative ones or ones we'd rather not experience. And that's important, of course, but so is increasing your ability to feel joyous, abundant feelings, which is what is really going to give you the space to create the relationship you want, but maybe more importantly, the life you want, the happiness, and contentment we all seem to find so elusive in our lives at times. Well, that's what I have for you this week. Thank you for listening. And I wanted to touch base one more time before I let you go about these connection calls or check-in calls or whatever we end up calling them. They're just a chance for us to come together in community and talk through where we are with our chakra journey. Uh, We'll go ahead and schedule the next one for Sunday, February 6th, 2022. If you're listening when this comes out, that'll be in about two weeks. If you're listening sometime in the future, uh, maybe they caught on and we're doing them all the time now. I will keep putting the info on Facebook and Instagram and you can follow your chakra coach there to stay up to date. The link to the call will be there as well and in the show notes. I genuinely appreciate all of you and your commitment to your own growth. Sometimes when you're right in the middle of it all, it can seem like you're stuck. But I want you to know that you're doing more than you think, more than you realize. And I love you. And I'm with you on this journey. Until next week, everyone. Bye.